0: Hey guys, just a quick question for you. Are you a member of the We Eat Stuff Patreon site? If not, you should be. Just kick us like one baller, $2, $5, $10 a month. We've got some pretty cool stuff for you. Thanks. Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And And we
1: eat stuff. stuff.
0: Hi, boys and girls, and welcome to the podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. This is Christine Guthrie here, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we are seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Today is the second half of a two-part roundtable featuring three local St. Louis bartenders. We have Nick DiGiovanni, Jeffrey Mull, and Matt Koch from Taste Bar, Planter's House, and The Bow. Thanks for tuning in, and please enjoy the follow-up to this conversation with Nick, Matt, and Jeff.
2: I've shot ideas down those. because
3: I don't want to spend all the time doing all the necessary preparatory stuff to even try one. So, mm. Or if I do it like, just enough to make one work, and then I'm like, okay, I don't want to do this ever again, so it's not going on the menu. But <laughs> when I, I peeled a bunch of muscat grapes and then froze them with liquid nitrogen and I made a cocktail with that as the ice cubes. Hmm. It was just dope, but if somebody eats one, uh, they're going to the hospital, so I had to rethink that one. Because yeah. like, mm-hmm. the inside of it never... Uh, Uh, warms back up enough to be safe when you do that. A bunch of failed experiments. (laughs) For me, the low high
2: goes to like the frozen blue Hawaiian that I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. Like, that cocktail, the blue Hawaiian, Hawaiian. no, I, I, like, I'm super happy with how it turned out. Mm. It's, like, it's not what you know a traditional blue Hawaiian is like I had to tweak it a little bit like a for the machine to guarantee they wouldn't have like crazy separation and all this weird shit going on that's another science yeah but uh but but no
1: it's like for me Christine's at Vista she's gonna grab chicken sliders but yeah dang yeah Hmm. oh I'm all
2: about the Korean fried chicken sliders at Vista Really, like, like Chris Bork, like, dude, I love that guy. He's so nice, like, and he can cook his ass off, like, wherever he lands, like, Mm. best best to him, man. Like, he's, mm -hmm. he's, like, too talented not to fucking land somewhere
1: awesome. Yeah. Like. Agreed. does he not really have a place to go now, or? I don't know what I'm he's sure doing. I'm sure he does, he's just not talking Yeah, about yeah. It. fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. He's probably
3: got a bunch of shit going on.
1: Yeah, there's...
2: You, <laughs> the funny thing about, like, the industry is, like, there's so much that is happening, even right now, as we speak, that, like, yeah. no one fucking talks about, because everything is hush-hush, mm. until, like, there's a full reveal. Uh, you know, it... it, it you know and that that's cool it's cool that like people can like give whether it's like the restaurateurs chefs whoever like that kind of respect Mm -hmm. and it's like the people who do know like are cool and and like give them that respect and that time um which which i think is awesome uh you know you gotta get
3: your you gotta get your ducks in a row after something like that Well,
2: yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I don't think he'll have any problem. I'm sure he's got ducks lined
4: up.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully so. Yes. But
4: so is is it is it bad form to talk about like, or speculate like what happened? Like we all know, we all know what we read. But like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I,
2: I try not
3: to speculate, man. I, I guess, feel like it's more the same. Like, uh, we maybe, all I don't thought. Know,
4: maybe maybe I'm just too inquisitive for my own good.
3: Let me paint a picture of what I think might have happened
4: based on my dining habits.
3: So I went to Vista twice. Mm-hmm. The entire time it was open, and I really loved it both times. But I only went twice. Mm. Like I wasn't like a frequent repeat customer. I never thought like, oh, I need to go to Vista tonight again. Like I feel like I went there. I did mm-hmm. the thing. I really enjoyed myself. Uh, and it wasn't anybody's fault. It just never came back up again to want to go again. Mm. But I'm a huge fan of it. So I yeah. think that we hear lots of, like, people in the industry that are fans of it and thought it was really cool. But weren't going there all the time. Or, like, sure. weren't patronizing it at a level that would have helped, you know. And we're always dealing with the population problem in St. Louis. The expectations of, like, price points and all that kind of stuff. Or...
4: So you're saying, like, returnability... Yeah, that's the death I mean, of a restaurant.
1: I world. thought the problem was it was too small. So you couldn't oh, it
4: is it. incredibly small. And cool. that Was it always it, on a
1: wait? What? Was it always on a wait? Generally so. Huh. Okay. Um, sometimes you come in there with no one else in there, but it's like, um, generally it fell pretty fast, and it's like, well, doing my wait list are so not getting that business coming through. Yeah. And so I think it was, I, of course I think it was an issue of uh, just profitability of going those lines. Maybe. maybe, we maybe the a lot. They huh.
3: probably didn't sell enough booze, and they probably weren't mm-hmm. turning tables fast enough. Those. Mm. Oh, yeah. Basically, those two things. I wonder yeah. what the rent for
4: that space was, too. I'll Good prob- point.
3: Oh, it depends if it's... That's, that's a big part of... Cherokee, like, Cherokee, or if it's kills some businesses. guy bought a building and is trying to put fancy stuff in it and overcharging yeah. people. Mm. Yeah.
4: Location is something that it's come up a lot when I've talked to people about, like, oh, man, this sucks. Like, what do you think happened? Yeah. And yeah. Even yeah. Pickle like,
3: really unfortunate. Yeah. Case nah, in point. I, I pin all of that on location, because I enjoyed
4: every visit I had there which again was like four so <laughs> was you, do you guys think that Cherokee was the was the neighborhood for vista uh I I
3: don't think so uh cause you're your person that's gonna go spend 50 bucks on dinner for themselves uh people like us are unique where we're super into it but like, it, like I, I don't know it's people yeah. have the, the I, thought I mean, that it's dangerous
4: yeah it's I know, I know really, Cherokee gets a bad rep too yeah like, well, I'm going to go down there and we'll get robbed. Like, oh, yeah. no, super extra, probably not.
3: <laughs> you know, not really that big of a deal. Yeah.
4: There was a, somebody posted about it on the St. Louis subreddit and everybody chimed in their their two cents about it and I think location came up a lot and.
3: Yeah. I, I don't know where it There was, it was one person was it about the price
4: point, which I didn't quite understand. Yeah,
3: I was, I was ignore that. <laughs> Usually,
2: yeah, yeah. I feel like price point is like one well, it's thing
3: expensive. that. expensive. I'm like, it depends what you get, man. Yeah. Is it a prefix fixed menu only? I'm like, no. You can order whatever you want. Like, I have to eat a lot to be full, so I don't. You know, if I'm really looking to be full, I don't go to restaurants yeah. where it's all small plates and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'll spend a hundred dollars. Like. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go to Louie and get some pasta and be done with it. You know. Yeah.
1: Like.
3: <laughs> and I know. I
2: know. Like Brogan. Uh, the first time he. I, well, I don't know that it was the first time he came up and, like, worked in St. Louis, but last time that I know of, before he he did the Tiki Party at Publico, like, he did that dinner at at, uh, at Vista, um, which, I, unfortunately, like, I couldn't go to, um, because that was, like, the same day as Charlie and Morgan's wedding. Oh, yeah, um, that was a fun so, wedding. So, uh, I just went by and, like, I, I just, I, I stopped on my way there. Uh, to wish them all like a good service, dropped off uh, a bottle of Real McCoy twelve year for them, and I was like, "Hey guys, like, I'm so sorry I can't be here. Like, I really want to be, like, but like some good friends are getting married, and, um, and I, you know, I so here, like, have a good service, like, best of luck. I know you guys are gonna kill it. Um, yeah, which from what I heard they did, it was fucking epic. Everyone who was at that dinner said it was Fantastic Um but to me For me at least anyways Like in in like my mindset And how I work Probably because like Not that I'm like opposed to it But like You know I look at someone like Like Rogan and like what he does And like I know Golden Girl Like Um And I know, like, I'm like, man, I'm like, uh, like, a dinner doesn't seem like the best way to, like, showcase this guy to St. Louis. Like, Mm. it's cool, and, like, he got to do stuff that he didn't, wouldn't normally do, like, at Golden Girl. Yeah. Which he really, which, you know, he he said he really liked that, you know, like, and it, it was challenging and, like, a little more, you know out of his wheelhouse, out of his comfort zone, and it was cool, and, like, you know, Bork and Hannah and everyone at Vista is, like, they're all super red people. But, you know, for me, it was like, well, I just want people to, like, come and, like, a lot of people have heard about you. Like, a lot of people in St. Louis know about Golden Girl. Like, they've Hmm. heard about it and maybe haven't been. So, like, why don't don't you just fucking come up and do you? Like... Hmm. And...
3: you could have done it at the VFW hall and it would have been.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do, can no. we plan a party at a VFW hall like I know and just like I know on that seems balcony. like a recipe
4: for just mm. a
2: complete bad time. complete
4: fuckery. Like I'm down. Like <laughs> I a should, have like a bunch of like veteran old timers and like, I'm a veteran. Fuck it. No, <laughs> you know I mean? like, The quintessential baby boomer veteran. Yeah. And then, like, throw a bunch of, you know, late 20s, early 30s. Oh, I wasn't talking about, To I'm school right. for... Or I wasn't talking about
3: bar I just meant, like, a rentable room. I oh, I right, see. All right, all right. Yeah. I, see, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, growing up in a... PMS bunch of guys ball, just want to board. sit around
4: and drink, you know, $1 stags and oh, no. talk about like, the good old days and...
2: Oh, no. I
3: meant, like, No you, man, you I'm a not
4: space trying for the
2: I would never... And I would never want to fuck with those guys' <laughs> good time. Ever. Like that's some shit you don't do like they you know it's But like
4: putting a, it's like putting an alley cat a street dog or <laughs> but no I, I, I like I ideally saying, like
3: get this get this guy a bar so he can walk around and talk to people like
2: I, 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 I think it would be fun to do pardon me like a party where it's just like you 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 know like you rent out a fucking big hall like you fucking sell tickets so the
3: anniversary and, party like, was
1: but it was free right <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah uh, man it was a bad idea it was fun it was fun <coughs> it, was, golden
4: girl it was, was fun golden girl still like fairly new in the in the grand scheme of things i mean yeah i think he knows how how much love there is in st louis for for what what he's doing i mean you know, expansion is, is natural natural part of any business yeah. to become successful, so, mm. I don't know, maybe, maybe at some point we might see one here. Yeah, I don't I know, I mean,
2: like, he's, like, he's all about traveling, though, like, he, he'll he go to, like, he was partying with, like, cocktail bars and like, or Cle- er, tiki bars in Cleveland, like, working behind the stick there with them, like, you know, he's having, like, people from Texas and stuff, like, do pop-ups, like, at, you know, at Golden Girl, um he's just he's just like he's really smart and he he's 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 really smart he's he's fantastic at what he does um and and like he's great at like marketing that place and and putting himself out there yeah. which you know i mean i can't do that
4: <laughs> yeah i have to do now yeah i know it's, it's like, also done on the bar. It's so. kind of Naomi, like the sad fact
2: of things. Yeah, Naomi busts my yeah, it's sad fact, but it is a Naomi fact. busts my chops about it because like I'm not yeah. putting myself out there she, enough, and she's just like, no, this is how it is, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, you're you're not that much younger than me. How do you know like, mm-hmm. but she is younger, for the record, she's <laughs> younger than me. Um, but uh, but no, too. yeah, yeah, <laughs> she but she. She, you know, she, she's smart about it. She's, she's way smarter about that than I am. Um, like I'm, I'm like, I'm a stubborn old man where I'm just like my fucking, I'm like my body of work should speak for itself. Either you like it, or you don't. (laughs) Like, Uh, like, and uh, it's, but you know what? That shit doesn't fly anymore. No, it doesn't. Every time I think
3: I have a cool idea for an event, and I talk myself out of even trying, because I'm like, well, nobody's going to come out to that see me. I don't have any regulars or whatever. And then I'll look up, like, on Tuesday, and I know every single person sitting at the bar. And... I have to, like, run down the street to chase people tell them there'll be a seat open soon. Like, it's not all because of me. Definitely not. But I'm still part of it. Yeah. I have to remind myself that if I did something like this more often, maybe the first couple would suck. And then, eventually, who knows? Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, you know how many, like...
3: I'd love to do, like, a class or something. I mean, I've done so many... I've
2: done so many shitty events at Publico. But it's, like... I feel like the ones that suck are the ones where it's like, well, like, I've kind of done this before, but, like, someone approaches me to do it, and it's like, we've done this before, but okay. Like, and it's just like, okay, another, like, so-and-so branded event, like, at Publico. Like, you know, unless, like, unless there's, like, a certain someone that, you know, other than myself... Yeah, because people come to Publico and see me any day. Like, yeah. Yeah. like I'm always fucking there. <laughs>
3: like, except for Sundays. I, I love the guest bartender thing, man. I, I love. Yeah, you've the been there now. every
4: day. I've come in since. i yeah. I stopped working for Mike. Yeah. I, just Quinn still works there, right? Yeah, yeah, he's mm-hmm. there. He's there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay.
2: Sunday's his solo day, so. That's why I never see him, because I'm yeah. always working all
1: three of yeah. those days.
2: And you know, like Sunday Sunday for me is like super important because, you know, my daughter's in, in high school in uh you know during during you know, during summer it's like I have a little bit more yeah, leniency. I just forgot for a second
3: how much of a baby face you actually have.
2: <laughs> uh yeah. So uh but now that like my daughter's in school, like working Sundays is like is like non-negotiable. I will not do it like yeah. that. Is the one day a week like you know we get to hang out like and in and, and do fun shit. You know we just you know Naomi and 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 my daughter Sophia and I just w- you know went to Johnson Shut Ins this past Sunday and like had a blast. I fell and busted <laughs> my ass real hard. Uh, for a second I thought I may have like fractured my arm, <laughs> oh, no. but. But no, it's all good. It's all good. It's it was just a a, a a little bit of a bruise situation, but it like I hit really hard and then like my arm went like numb for for a little bit, and it yeah. was
1: like that's not good. What happens when I sneeze really hard? <laughs> it happens when my think too, hard. What? Huh. <laughs> but yeah, well, so. you sneeze
3: and your arm tingles and goes numb a little bit. No,
1: really, nobody else. I've I feel
3: like okay. you're
4: falling apart for someone who is in their late 20s. Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not the drinking, I don't know what it is. It's weird. Mm. It's falling apart.
2: It's life, man. Yeah.
3: It's life. Oh, it's I standing for
2: I 10 am still hours strong a day. as an ox. Modern. <laughs> man, well. Good for you, homie. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I'm for so you. I have so people
4: that are, like, my age or younger that's like, I got back problems or my... Oh, I have horrible well, my knees are going out. Like, what are you talking well, about? Well, like... and, I, I and, and like, like I have Achilles tendon, I said that so when I go
3: to stand up, I will limp to the door because I've been <laughs> sitting for a while. Mm.
2: I, yeah, yeah it, it, like, I, I didn't find this out until I was in the Navy. I have, like, I have no meniscus in my knees. What? Um, that's why I was, I was medically discharged, um... Mm. That, you know, that little, the meniscus, the little cartilage padding that's underneath your patella. Yeah, so,
4: so, does it, like, sound like rubber bands when you, like, kneel up and down? Yeah. Mine do the same thing. Yeah. I don't Mm. have any pain from it or anything, but. Sometimes, sometimes, like, from,
2: from the friction, like, they'll swell up a lot. No kidding. Yeah, Yeah, especially, like, when I was in the service and, like, I was, like, running every day and, like, you know, living a way more healthy lifestyle than I do now. Uh... You know, but, but yeah, like, no, I, and I didn't know that that, that I didn't have that until like, I got x-rayed, uh, when I was in, when I was in the Navy, they were like, why are your knees the size of grapefruits? Like, and I was like, I have no idea, but it's been like this since basic. And you're like, they're like, you didn't tell anyone? And I'm like, nope, because I wanted to pass basic.
3: Mm, yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. you ex- Like, Healthy lost so, is tough in our industry, man.
4: Yeah. Um I don't know if you guys listen to podcasts at all, but there's one uh-huh. called the Speakeasy hmm. that's pretty popular. Um Damon Bolte and Seller Teague host it and there are a couple episodes they've done that kind of focus around like physical health in the industry and like sure. what uh, people it, do to kind of keep from falling apart, whether yeah. it's like physical health or mental health. Yeah. I just I get seriously. to say like yeah. mental health I think is... I work
3: at places without fatigue mats and I'm like, hey like hey this is a kind of a thing like can we screw like if well, I buy them, can I bring it Are you them, working like, these? These vans? I have custom orthotics on the inside of these. Okay. Oh, good, so good, good, I have good. custom yeah. orthotics and then these are the work vans with like super special cushioning. For mm-hmm. Like They're like stable and right points so your foot doesn't tip and they're actually like they've actually been helping my feet a lot. Yeah. So that but like if, if, if I have to bend it if the ice bin's too low or if all the important shit is on the bottom shelf of the reach-in or something, I'm just like, well, how, like, can I, can I move this? Like, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, like, it's like day two out a place, and I'm thinking long-term, like, well, <laughs> am I going to have severe health problems sure. from just the pure placement of where this thing yeah. is or where this thing is? Because that's yeah. a lot of repetitive muscle movement, and if I have to bend over super far to do this one thing every couple of minutes, like, it's going to turn into back problems. And most of it's really easily fixed you know like oh, I'm just gonna keep this here instead I'm like well that doesn't look right I'm
4: like okay well, <laughs> well, well are you bending down or are you like kneeling down
3: I'm, I'm, I kneel but like some like places where the ice bin's too low and then the bottle the the rail that's on the front of the ice bin is too high so you're like leaning over the top of the bottles mm. oh wow. yeah
4: I have that problem a lot of planners house because everything kind of like sticks out a little bit farther and I don't know if my, my arms are too short but sometimes like oh yeah, you have if to you like have you have I, to kick you your knees like, like, like this, kind of backwards to like reach things out if I can't
3: just reach my arm forward and wrap it down and like place it where I would be working, at like my workstation where I'm actually building drinks I have mm. to lean forward the whole time like it's huge. a huge issue for me it was yeah, like that it can... reads for me yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: I well, oh, I mean, yeah, well, it's mean, like it... you know. I mean, ideally, like we would all love to have bars that are like super comfortable, but like yeah. that's that, I mean, that's not the th- that's you not know the I reality. Mean, yeah. You know, that's not a fucking reality. Mm. It's like that's it's why like, people
4: make compression, you know, clothes and mm. yeah, dance goes or whatever you know shoe that you might wear to work or mm. I, mean, I did compression or whatever. socks for a little bit. Yeah, I, I was I mean, the other day he wears compression socks to work. I was like, what? He showed them to wow. me. I'm like, do they actually help? He's like, yeah, they're they're fucking great. Hmm. It's wow. like, oh wow, i maybe I should check this out.
3: I had one pair and I wore them twice and then washed them and then they were impossible to get on after I washed them. So. That's what. Well, yeah, huh.
4: he, yeah. He said like his were like really hard to get on. Like they're like kind of a struggle to get on. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's got he's got pretty have, like, thin legs. In them, so you have to like put. Like, it I on got them I right got way. pretty beefy ones. I don't know if. <laughs> <laughs> what up? What up, beef legs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all those years of bike riding, it's just <laughs> all those years Dude, of bike riding. My shit deteriorated a My, world world deteriorated yeah. <laughs> my, my Jeffrey my,
3: tree trunks over here, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my,
4: my, leg, my leg mass
2: like went away like super fast when I stopped riding, but I was also like still running then too. Mm, sure, and like like now it's like now that I have a car, it's like again, it's like I, I and I know what the problems are with my knees. I just I'm like, uh, like, I'm just like, I don't want to chance it because I'm on my feet, you know, I'm at Publico about, you know, roughly like 50, sometimes more hours a day. Like, and I'm on my feet that entire time, it's like, you know.
4: we did you say 50? 50, yeah. You said per day. No, per week, yes. Sorry. Yes, there's not 50 hours in a day. I think it should be obvious that I (laughs) fucked
2: up. But (laughs) like, (laughs) yeah totally that's a long day yeah I know but yeah 50 plus 50 plus hours
3: a week like you know so it's like uh, the 4 days a week thing for a couple years like for me I try to keep it like to 4 days 4 nights a week maximum hmm. Uh, and it's been working out really well for me and I'll I'll still do 5 and 6 if I have to cover if there's an event but like having only 4 nights a week of it because it's always been like 10 plus shifts the last couple of weeks I worked like it's <laughs> mm, like 10 plus sure. hours like it's it wears on you you know you're like I'm getting 40 plus hours a week in 4 days and that 5th day for me oh, is geez. just it's not good for anybody either sure. direction you know like I'm if it if it's in the middle of uh, if it's on one of my normal days off which is like a Thursday if I'm working like 5 days straight that Thursday all I'm thinking about is like oh, I'm tired my feet hurt like I can't get recharged for the weekend this is gonna suck yeah. and then like Oh wow! That person's been staring at for <sighs> two minutes. I better get over there.
1: Like, not... do you guys think we're reaching peak restaurants in St. Louis? Yes. Mm. I think, yeah, oh I think, yeah. No, I'm that was glad that you was actually. <laughs> I was trying to
4: come full circle. Yeah, and, yeah. All this.
2: <laughs> and and then we got sidetracked. No, I I feel like you know just like <laughs> just like the 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 fucking like dot com fucking bubble like mm. I feel like yeah. we're kind of hitting that point here in the city too. Mm. But people With. can't find
1: people. That's why I'm <laughs> hearing that people cannot find new workers. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know how if far I, it, I
3: think this is tomorrow, a very real thing have,
4: that's worth considering. Yeah, if
3: like, I went to a bar tomorrow, I know I couldn't have any of the people I would want, and And mm. like maybe one of them would like come work two days a because I'm going to have to train all the people. And just, sure. The thought of that makes me want to just roll my eyes back and bleed out of my nose. Like, just... Yeah. Mm. The labor pool is just not there. Yep. I don't know how these places do it. It
4: seemed like Tim was maybe kind of struggling to find people for Yellow Belly. Yeah, wow. opening That's up. That's why I put up the ads. So um. Like, yeah, I it's mean, it's not even
3: built out yet, and he's already like talking about starting staff. Training. I'm always hearing
4: wow. from people looking for like dishwashers, which I know is like the, the classic. You know. Yeah. Under, understaffed sort of. I mean, like, like for but, for yeah. us
2: at Publico, I mean, it, it's even like kitchen people. But you know. What, I mean, the, we have I mean, you. You know. I mean, it's. It's like trying to find someone who like like, wants to, wants to, like, fucking do it, and, like, it's, like, you know, it's, uh, you know, usually, like, the, the first position, like, anyone, like, it, it, for Publico, anyways, uh, I know usually, like, they start people off on, like, the taco station, which is, like, yeah, which is, like, kind of, like, the, the easier station, so you get a feel
4: for things. Yeah, it's, like, the one you acclimate
2: but Cheating. it's also yeah. like maybe on certain nights it's the one that gets like rocked absolutely the hardest. I have to keep going. All right,
3: All right Matt. I gotta take us to Cardinals game for Elliot's birthday. Oh my yeah, God. man. Yeah. Well, you
2: guys have fun. Right, yeah. Hey, man. Tell him I said hello. hello. <laughs> that was a terrible I know, game. I'm a horrible person. Right,
3: what are you guys doing later?
2: I have no idea. It's
3: Monday. Mm. You We're know, gonna taste.
2: Probably.
4: I'm probably gonna go home. Uh, I gotta business.
3: Go
4: to make my goat taste. And uh, grapes. do you but wanna... We'll see. Do you wanna grab
2: a bite to eat after this? Cause I'm going to need food. I already ate before. Oh, you son of a bitch. And you're... Yeah. You're eating before and bringing
1: greasy olives? Like... Well, depending anyone... Depending when, <laughs> Penny, when gets back, she may, ha- may have uh, Korean sliders. Oh, shit. I will totally
2: house a k- Korean fried chicken slider. Cause... Those are no fucking
1: joke. They're so good. So, I don't know that. So, I guess we're going kind to of come to the end here, but, you know, yeah. still, like... No, but, but about that bubble thing, yes.
2: I totally yeah. feel like... I totally feel like... I know
4: everybody wants to open a restaurant right now, and I, and I kind of, like, my heart really goes out to the people that have announced their opening restaurants and haven't done so yet, but it's just, like, I hope... I hope you guys do well and I hope you stand the test of time because I'm starting to think that, like, yes, maybe there are too many restaurants and not enough people to go around, which is... That's that's, that's this. the fucking fact of the matter. Yeah. Again,
2: like, when you're talking about, like, a price point above, like, a certain level, mm-hmm. like, it takes a certain kind of person with a certain kind of disposable income yeah. to be able to go to these places and that and and those people who have who have that sort of disposable income Mm -hmm. like are being stretched very thin it's like oh they want to see this they want to try this and it's like with new fucking places opening up every month and like i'm not saying that all of them are are like worth their time but like it's gonna be they want to at least check it out you know uh it's like you're you're stretching that that pool of people who are regular diners so thin um you know i mean you know naomi and i have talked about this you know because i mean but we live together so right. so i mean it's like like even though like i would i personally i don't I try to refrain from talking about work-related shit at home as much as possible.
4: That's a great idea. Yeah.
2: Just, well, I mean, <laughs> for me, because I know how I am. That's, yeah. uh, you know, I've told you, like, you've lent me books before, and it's like, I didn't actually read it because, like, if I spend my my off time, like, talking about, thinking about, like, researching work, like, too much... I'm going to fucking hate my job because yes. then it's going to just like dominate every aspect of my life. And I like I want to still enjoy it. So I I have certain limitations for yes. myself yeah. to where like this is how I can still enjoy what I do. Mm-hmm. Like and it sucks. Like it's it, it it's it's it sucks but it's awesome. Like it sucks because like I feel like I could be doing so much more if I mm. didn't put those limitations on myself, mm. but I would be doing more but like I wouldn't be as happy. Yeah. So I would rather maybe like know that I'm doing less but I'm enjoying. It. Sure. Mm. And that's important to me. Yeah. Definitely. Like uh so yeah, like but but talking about this like about like how we don't see you know, even over the past year, like, regulars of ours, like, you know, at at both of our respective establishments, like, we don't see them quite as much. Like, and it's not because of anything that we're doing different. If anything, like, I feel like the increased competition is, like, kind of making everyone raised the bar higher. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, we're yeah. all pushing yeah, ourselves, a, a high, like... a
4: high tide raises all the boats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you can afford a boat, then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people can't True. afford boats.
1: <laughs> but, moving on, but, yeah. No, I remember, I, I can't remember where I was at, but I was joking about the idea of, like, you know, I guess I could, you know, meet a nice big bar back or something, and they actually took me seriously. Like, oh, well, could you really? You know, like, um, well, I was, yeah. yeah, I actually needed people that badly. Like, so I haven't worked in like twenty years. Like I don't, we don't, care. you know, it's okay. Yeah. You know we'll teach you if you want to. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we well, well,
4: shoot. Uh, really? I usually have to bar back one day a week at planer's house, and it is the least favorite shift. Yeah. Uh, I know
1: that. I've seen one up and down the stairs with a bucket of ice. <laughs> Dude, I mean. Oh yeah,
4: yep. I mean, even
2: even when I was when I, I, did I was not like that shift. You know when mm-hmm. I was, you know, bartending full time at at Moonrise, there was like one bar backing shift that, like, no one would feel, mm-hmm. um, so, like, it was, like, They're everywhere. I was, I, was still, than- I was still, <laughs> I was still, I was still, like, kind of, at that point, like, I was still kind of, like, low man on the totem pole at least as far as people who had that availability, so yeah. they were, like, uh, you want a fucking bar, still bar back on Fridays, we'll give you, like, this bar shift to compensate for it, and, like, and it was, like, cool, yeah, fuck Yeah. So, I would bang out, like, 40 hours a week working Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I would work three days a week, 40-ish hours a week. That was when the rooftop was, like, in full swing, Mm. and they would open it, you know, earlier. It was open at, like, 3, I think. So, there was, like, a 2 to 9, like, day bar shift on the roof. Sure. And then there was the 9 to close, which was 9 to 3, and sometimes you know you didn't get out of there until like after five. And yeah,
4: I talked to Seth about that one time. I I, I was shocked how mm. late people got out of that bar.
2: Yeah, mm.
4: like the sun's coming up sometimes. Yeah. Wow. Well, oh um, yeah. Oh. You
2: would you would be bartending and really, like you would be able to t- snap a snap a fucking perfect shot on your cell phone of a beautiful su- sunrise, <laughs> like you um, know. I mean, you know, but that's just how it was, like. You know, and it was, like, it was cool for for me, uh, like, being older, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it, but it's not something I could have done as much as, like, younger kids who are, like, coming up. And, sure. like, I can't... I couldn't maintain that level of intensity for too much longer. Like, but that was at that time it was like that was the beauty of the rooftop it's like you only had to like pump it out through like spring and summer Mm -hmm. then like but then like we didn't you know at that time we didn't have the the enclosed like rooftop bar Mm -hmm. so it was like shifts like available shifts like dropped dramatically Mm -hmm. and so you know me being the young guy I was bartending there, and then I started. Uh, I talked to Lakin when Mission Taco Del Mar opened, and uh I, you know, the bar was f- full there already. So like, I was like waiting tables there, but I was like, dude, the money waiting tables at, you know, you know, at Mission Taco, you know, when it first opened, like it was, it was great, like, hmm. you know, so it's like. You know, it was, like, I got to enjoy what I did, like, bartending, like, hmm. at, still at Moonrise. And then, like, like serving, yeah, not really my thing. I can do it. Sure. Um, It's not what I want to do, but I can do it. Um, and then, like, working with, like, such great people, I think, was another draw that made, like, serving okay there. Hmm. Like, you know, it was, like, you know, like... Alex Lakin, like, Jorge, Joel Clark, like, Nick Crow, like, all these people who, who, I, who I know and, and I really enjoy being around, like, it was like, well, you know, fuck it, who cares? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm not doing what I want to do, but, like, I'm doing it at a place where I'm surrounded by people that I care about. And, so, yeah. there was that juxtaposition, like, and it was cool. Like, and I feel like people, so many people have that opportunity to do that now. Yeah. Like, back then it was like, that was like kind of unheard of. Like, it feels like. Hmm. But now it's like anyone, you know, it's like people are working like multiple jobs and cherry picking their shifts and like, hmm. because they have that, because everyone spread so thin. Yeah. Like, we're needing people and it's like,
4: I feel like if you're no, passionate patting... that's not the case right now. What do you mean? Just because there's so much there's so much out there now. Oh, well no, I know. But
2: I mean that's that's what I'm saying is like is like people can do a couple nights here and do a couple nights there. Like they don't have to be fully committed to one place because there are so many places. Yeah. Mm. Like you know and and but some places need
4: someone more than a couple of days a week. Oh of course, like an effective employee, yeah,
2: of course and and then we're running also running into the problem that where like maybe sometimes the person that wants to be like fully committed to an establishment like might not always be the best fit for that place. Oh yeah, but like it's you know like yeah you know, I mean, I mean, it's hard. Like, it is really hard, like, staffing places, training people, um, you know, and, you know, I've run into the problem, too, where it's, like, I do, like, bar, you know, cocktail menu rollout training, and then, like, everyone tastes everything. We talk about everything. And then, like, I hear servers, like, completely misdescribing everything. And it's just, like, I'm just, like, what, like why like why why do why did i take time out of my day off to come in and train you guys yeah sure and and and, like you seemed like you were taking notes like you you know and it's just like you're you're doing everything wrong everything is wrong like but but they know they're always going to have a job because like we would have to replace them, and like talent is spread so thin. Like,
1: there's some more thing going on in the IT industry, so I'll say that much.
2: Well, uh, well <laughs> I, I don't know. Is that okay for you on the IT end? Yeah. Like, do you think that that's a result of like that, that the bubble bursting and then like people like shying away from it for a while and then like. Now it's like kind of like building itself back up again.
1: Oh, it's definitely built, and, it's built higher than ever was before. Yeah. And um, it's a place where basically if, if you know some pretty t- important skills, you make a lot of money, you're in pretty high demand, but also means that people who are barely capable of doing what they're doing can get good jobs too. Yeah. And they won't, get, they, they won't lose their job. Because if they have domain oh, yeah. knowledge, then it's they're, they're still worth it to keep them, even if yeah, they're sure. incompetent. Yeah. So that's it's kind of a little mixed bag there where you got people who are really skilled can indeed make great cash, live the best lives they ever had in some ways. And those who actually are just just hanging in there barely can still make a good living, unfortunately. Yeah. Because they don't need
2: it. I mean, you know, I mean, like, you know, I I mean, I think of, like, you know, a lot of industries are like that now, though. Um, You know, one of my best friends, Aaron, like, he's a fucking machinist. Like, you know like no one is fucking learning that trade anymore no yeah. one That's and what my like was you know machinists all day yeah machinists mm-hmm. you know, like in st louis like like trained like properly trained and educated there's machinists a, there's a lot of that such yeah but there is such a shortage mm-hmm. like in like it you know there are machine shops who are paying you know like senior you know, guys who, like, want to retire, like, yeah, but, like, they're, like, the money's so good, like, why would I retire, because they're paying me a fortune to stay, because, like, no one else wants to do this, like,
1: air conditioner repairman can make unbelievable amounts of money right now, just unbelievable amounts. More than I T people can. It's just, it's kind of nuts. <laughs> to the point I thought, like, maybe I should learn to do this too. You know, <laughs> Do it on the side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah. there's such an idea, especially around this period of time, I mean, if you don't work at HVAC so systems, uh, you can make some pretty good scratch. Interesting.
2: New side job. Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> fucking A, dude. Let's do it, Jeffrey. Serve you and a new HVAC company. <laughs> fucking go to school, fucking cheat off each other's fucking tests, I know. I don't get know a little, it little certified. bit about HVAC. They serve
1: a buddy buddy movie there. Both all love the same each vat girl. <laughs> <laughs> Fight over the, yeah. Oh man. Yeah,
2: no, but it, but it, but seriously, no. I mean, it's it's like, you know, it's it's not that you know I don't put like. Oh man. It it's it's like all these like very like labor intensive jobs. These very like customer service jobs, like, they're, they're, they're in such, so, like, people who want to do it, or are good at it, are, are, like, in, you know, they're in demand, like, everyone spread so thin, and, in you see a lot of, like, or at least I have, I have experience, like, in, in like, talking to, like, other people who, like, where there's this, like, new, the you know, the generation like under myself who were like in their like er, early twenties, like mm-hmm. who are just getting started who like don't fucking care. They don't fucking care. Like they don't care. They don't care about they don't care about fucking spirits. Like <laughs> they don't fucking care. Like yeah. they just wanna fucking party yeah. and like and and like that's what they think bartending is yeah. it's like it's oh, yeah. just a but fucking don't get there. Party. come
4: on like put yourself in their shoes for a second what kind of, what what things were you drinking when you were 22 23 24 i know i know i was drinking some pretty gross shit back then. no right. i know i was <laughs> i know I, I know like, it was,
2: here's the thing to an end. i um, know i was but like when i started working behind a bar especially like in an elevated yeah, I mean, bar that yeah, I changing. wanted to fucking learn. These kids don't want to fucking learn. Well, right, but mm. not they everyone's going to want to be a bartender.
4: There's still going to be people that don't want to be a bartender and still, like, go throughout their 20s drinking, you know, like, on the weekends. But No, I'm talking they're, they're about people to... who are working in bars, though. Oh, what? No, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's shocking. Well, those are probably the people that are working at, like, Hot Shots and... no. And dive bars.
1: In. No, oh no. No, oh dear.
2: I find a. I will. I will, I will name. I. I can name places later to you off the record. Uh. Uh, like <laughs> yeah. where this shit is happening, uh. and it's infuriating. And I, I'm,
4: I'm hopelessly naive in a lot of these areas. I just, I just don't want to believe that people are are that bad.
2: But they are now, and that's, <laughs> and that's the fucking problem. Is like, like and i feel like it's like it's part of it is like my fault not like directly but like people like me who like so you're I talking specifically sucked. about uh no 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 i'm i am I, I no <laughs> we're not talking okay but like <laughs> but no like people who are like in my position who like were trained by like people with like The time, effort, and patience of, like, Seth Loma and Tony Mm. Saputo. Like, these really fucking great guys Mm. who took the time to train me. But then I got thrust into a position where I'm, like, stretched so thin. Where Mm. I don't really have time to, like, give the same back to people, you know, who are coming up that I had. So you like like because an, we're stretched so thin. Just you feel yeah. like
1: you're a terrible father? Like it's,
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm a great dad. My, kid, I think, I think so. My kid but loves me. But when you say people, do you
4: mean <laughs> Not like other love. people that work under you, as like other bartenders?
2: <laughs> no, I mean like I mean like other bartenders who are coming up now in general. Like, is is I like that, that? That like that like class of like people who had like. The time, the effort, the patience to like train people like Tony's, Tony, Tony Tony and Seth and and uh, and Nick Openlander and mm-hmm. everyone had for me and Lindsay Anderson can't forget her, she she was a part of that crew too and who like taught me a lot as well like it's you know it's you know like they 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 weren't overworked they weren't stretched mm-hmm. too thin. Um,
3: so they the time, they yeah. had
2: the time like yeah. we they had the time, and it's like I feel like now, because like places are are either like too demanding or you know there's you know there's so so many opportunities like across this city that like you've only got like maybe people like a couple nights a week or you know what have you it's it's it just makes it really. It's harder but, for us to train. A couple a week is
4: still enough. Like it's harder. For, yeah, but say, but when you're a couple the nights path to a week, it's not like a comprehensive one week lesson. It's no, I know it is something that's it's yeah, it's, over it's time. taught over time,
2: of course. But like when that time is spent, like say it's on a busy night where everyone's getting their shit kicked in, like but there's still lessons to to learn there. Oh, I I mean. I feel like I'm stretched so thin that, like, you know, because you know I am putting in like fifty hours a week plus, like, at work, like. Mm. And then, like, you know, my ability to like, like, work with other people, you know, I've had like people who want to come and like work with me or stash, and I'm just like. I would love to. Like. But, like, I don't even, like, I don't even know where to begin because I'm so used to, like, just doing everything myself Mm. to make this thing happen. Like, I would have to, like, sit down and think about how I would train you to do something that I don't even think about anymore.
0: Yeah, sure.
2: You know, it's just, it's just what I do. Mm -hmm. And, like, it takes a lot of thought for me at this point. Which again crosses into that point where like I don't want to do too much outside of work that is relevant to work or else when I get to work I'm not going to be happy. I will resent work. Um, I I, I want to have a a fruitful and enjoyable life outside of it so I have to put boundaries on it which you know when you're working so much and you're pulled so thin like it's it makes it really hard to to accomplish as much as you would like to. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not as well-read as, as a lot of bartenders. Mm-hmm. Like, you and, you know, Matt were like, blah, 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 like, talking about, like, oh, Morgenthaler this. And I'm like, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> like, what do you guys, I know who he is. Yeah. I don't, but, like, again, I put the kibosh on, like, reading about work shit outside of work. I don't do it. Uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I have very little waking hours that I get to enjoy and like, I don't, that are outside of the workplace, you know, I enjoy my waking hours in the workplace, but I mean like for personal life, like waking hours outside of the workplace, I just want to like maximize it, like. For me, for Naomi, for my daughter, like, for all these people who, you know, like, count on me to be a part of their life. And, like, I can't do that if I'm always reading, if I'm always worried about stuff. So I just, I just don't.
4: I mean, honestly, most of the stuff you read is is kind of (laughs) self-serving to a point. Like, Yeah. There's really not that much that, that I've learned in, you know, the... Numerous and hundreds of dollars that I've spent <laughs> on bartending books written by, you know, other star tenders or, or whoever yeah. else mm-hmm. ever. Sure. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's definitely some knowledge to be learned there, but I think those are more often than not published for the home bartender or just so you have, you know, just this idea of, like, what that person might be more about. Yeah. And they're not necessarily as helpful as, um, I mean... Oh yeah. it's oh yeah. Yep. yep. that's that's a great example of it. You won't say who what it is, but <laughs> that's an incredibly great example. Wow.
1: Alright, on that note. Yeah, we need like a, yes. like a close down thing. Yes, everyone right? thank we're coming over. Yeah. 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 No,
2: thank you so much for having me. Uh, this was this was Matt says kind of a... thank you too, even though yeah. it's not here. This was kind of a I, I
0: didn't know. It. I'm Christine Guthrie, would we eat stuff? And this has been another episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. I would also like to encourage everyone to join our Patreon page, which you can find at patreon.com slash There, you can become a sponsor of this podcast and all the work we do and be rewarded with cool stuff. We appreciate your support. Please join us next week for another interview, but in the meantime, go out there to eat and drink stuff. Cheers.